2: So welcome to the Space News Pod. Uh, this is the first episode in a long time that I've been broadcasting live on YouTube. And I want to say welcome to every single person that's watching right now. Welcome, Luke. Welcome, Debra. Uh, welcome, Zed Zupa. Hello, how y'all doing? Uh, we're going to be getting into a few things today. Um, nothing really... Well, I guess the first thing is kind of crazy. The first thing is kind of... Uh, it's not so positive. Usually on this channel, we do pretty positive stuff, but there's a news uh, a news piece from Florida today. Let me bring this up for you. Hope everyone is doing great. We had a really great stream earlier uh, with some NASA news about the latest uh, SpaceX launch, uh, which will be happening soon. So let's actually, let's take a look at that real quick. So let's take a look at the SpaceX launch. It's going to be happening uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks here. Let me actually make that a little bit bigger for you so you can see that. There we go. Uh, rocket launch May 2nd, 2020, 1.45 a.m. One forty five a.m. Pretty late, pretty early, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'll be streaming that live on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash space news pod. If you're on the channel right now, uh, the, come back March 2nd, one forty-five AM. <laughs> That's early, man. I am kind of like, uh, not so pumped about that, but I'm going to do my best to stay awake. How are you doing? Luke looks like, uh, Luke's doing well tonight. Um, looks in the YouTube chat. So if I mention anybody in the chat tonight, it is on YouTube right now. So, March 2nd 2020 1:45 a.m. Eastern launching on a Falcon 9 this is the CRS 20 mission um and they'll be launching from the CL or SLC 40 um launch complex so that's the Space Launch Complex 40 uh from Kennedy Space Center you can't watch this launch if you're at Kennedy Space Center Uh, Deborah Hall says 745 CET. You can't watch this if you're at the the Kennedy Space Center because it's too late. So it says here, launch viewing due to the launch window scheduled significantly outside visitor complex operating hours. No launch viewing opportunities are available for SpaceX Falcon 9 CRS 20. That's just for Kennedy Space Center. You can view it other places. Um, And there are places around... The area where you can go to beaches and whatnot, where you can see this stuff. Uh, Jorge, welcome. Um, so this will be launching supplies to the International Space Station, along with scientific experiments, etc. to the space station. And that will be happening, like I said before, March 2nd, 2020, 1.45 a.m. <laughs> Luke said he's uh, good because uh, they're watching this. Thank you. Awesome, man. Appreciate that. So, you know, if if you want to go watch this at Kennedy Space Center, you can't do it. So, unfortunately, you know, you can't do that. But you can watch it here live on the Space News Pod at okay. YouTube.com slash Space News Pod. Now, let's get into some not so good news. Before we jump into that um I want to say first and foremost that this is a uh, this is a this is not a good thing okay and usually I try to get good stories positive things but there are some things that are bad that happen to people in the space industry you know they're just humans humans people do stupid stuff right so let's go check this out this is from Florida Today. Florida Today is a website. Former ISS executive accused of expensing prostitutes pleads guilty to tax fraud. A former economist employed by a Space Coast nonprofit that operates the International Space Station's U.S. laboratory pleaded guilty to one tax fraud-related count in an indictment filed last year. So Charles Resnick, once the chief economist for the Center for the Advancement of Space in Science, or the Cassis uh, was indicted in April by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Tampa on 10 counts. And I'm reading this right off their website. So, um, Florida today, they have this whole story. It's all about this um, horrible thing that happened. Uh, the indictment alleged Resnick, 69, filed tax returns that understated his income and sought $1,000 in imp- improper deductions for expenses. Uh, that he'd be reimbursed for um the department of justice said resnick who lives in north carolina now pleaded guilty to one of those tax-related counts specifically filing a false income tax return to the irs um that's what you get when you live with dogs (laughs) they're all over the place they're crazy I just took them out and uh you know, we went for a little, I can't say it out loud because they might want to go again, Went for a little jaunt around the neighborhood. So now they're all excited. So the DOJ specifically pointed to Resnick's 2012 return, which was filed in October, 2013. Resnick said his total income was $225,000, $225,947 actually, which was understated by $209,000. So what did he s- Wait, which was understated by $209,000? It's not going to interfere with anything, Luke. Um, everything's fine. This is all just in the courts now. This is a civil case. This has nothing to do with NASA or the International Space Station at this point. This is just, you know, some, uh, some guy did some bad stuff. But I just wanted to point this out that there are some bad people out there. Uh, the DOJ said uh, he deducted business expenses in the amount of $51,000, $51,500, despite the fact that he had been reimbursed for the expenses. uh, For sentencing purposes, Resnick is responsible for total tax loss for tax years 2010 through 2013. Uh, Kingfrey, what have you missed? There's a uh, tax evasion. And also, expensing prostitutes from a former, uh, international, international space station executive. Um, so let's go on with this just to get to the very bottom of this. The case was investigated by NASA office of inspector general in the IRS. Um, so, you know, dude did some bad stuff. There's bad people in the world, you know, he pleaded guilty to the tax stuff. And, uh, you know, not a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's it's water under the bridge for the ISS. It's nothing. Nothing's going to happen at the ISS because of this. Um, so I don't see anything. Oh, here we go. The charges alleged the creation of phony receipts when filing expense response reports, as well as hidden spending of government funds on prostitutes and escorts during trips to Europe and New York between 2011 and 2015. That's where it is. Okay. I must've missed that. I must've, I don't think I read that before. So that was, that's what he's dealing with, with this thing. So the ISS is going to be fine. They're still going to do their stuff, you know, on the International Space Station. This has no bearing whatsoever with, um, what's going on in this, the, uh, international space station right now or SpaceX sending people to the ISS or anything like that. So we're all good. Uh, it was just an executive who was a scumbag, <laughs> you know, you're just doing scummy things. So yeah, well, what are you going to do? You know, you, you got to report it all right. Um, so this is another one right here. This is a cool one. And I'm going to stay in Florida today, but Um, The headline is, it's not going to load, I guess. Um, Basically, SpaceX partnered with Space Adventures, and they're going to be sending people to orbit the Earth in a commercial sense. So private people, just like you and me, are going to be able to fly to the uh, whatever. I'm not sure which orbit it is, so I can't say which orbit it is. Um, but they're going to be able to launch themselves into space, basically a timeline for the mission. Okay. So here's a little bit more information than what I had yesterday. Um, this will provide up to four individuals with the opportunity to break the world altitude record for private citizen space flight and see planet earth the way no one has seen it since Gemini, which is amazing, which is amazing. The timeline for the mission costs were not provided, but a typical commercial Falcon 9 launch with crew without crew Dragon costs between 50 and 65 million dollars. It's a lot of money. So, 50 to 65 million dollars. So if there's four people going on this, they have to they have to charge 25 million dollars each to make a profit. You know, to to double their money? Because if it's fifty thousand to launch, fifty to sixty-five thousand to launch, just bare minimum, each person, four human citizens, could launch to space for twenty five million dollars each. There are people with twenty five million dollars, like Deborah says in chat, you and me, but with money, right? <laughs> right, normal normal citizens, right? Air quotes normal. That's not normal. If you have $25 million and you're launching yourself into space, uh, that's not normal. You know, living paycheck to paycheck is pretty normal, but having $25 million or more, 30 million, let's just say 30 million, $35 million each. That's what they're going to have to spend to send these people, there's probably other costs too, you know, 50 to 75, 50 to $65 million. Plus there's probably training and et cetera, et cetera. So there's probably more costs than that. So let's just say anywhere between 30 and $40 million. I was like the last time, um, you know, I talked about this, which was, I believe yesterday or the day before on one of the shows, um, I said 500,000 to a million dollars and I was completely wrong. Cause I didn't even think about this. How much does it cost us to, to launch one of these guys into space? Um, there was an American that went up, um, to the international space station. There was a couple, actually a couple really rich people. Uh, Luke, I wish I could do that too. Deborah, there was an American, uh, who was it? I don't remember off the top of my head who it was that did that. I think it was one of the members of Insync. I think it was, really was one of the members of NSYNC or a boy band from the nineties that did that. They went to the international space station privately. I, but there was, yeah. Um, also, uh, what is his name? The guy that makes the inflatable modules for the international space station. Why can't I think of his name right now? He also was a private citizen that went up to the international space station. Why can't I think of his name? I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but that guy wanted to the international space station as a private citizen with a bunch of money, uh, launched on a Soyuz rocket, you know, um, <laughs> King free says, can someone please loan me $25 million? <laughs> I know. Right. Me too. Please loan me 25 million plus, you know, can you give me another couple million for what I get back? Cause this 25 million isn't going to last forever, but these people that are going to spend 25 to 30 to $40 million, They're going to have opportunities when they land, right? So you do this thing and of course you're, you know, you're super rich. Anyway, if you have $30 million to spend, you're going to go to space. That's awesome. But also when you come back, you're going to be able to make appearances and you're going to be super, um, you know, super sought after. Um, so yeah, the, the opportunities there after you land are immense. Uh you'd be one of four one of three other people, so you're one of four people to go the highest since Gemini. So you're a real astronaut. You can come back, ticker tape parades, except maybe not ticker tape parades, but you'll get sought after by news outlets, media whatever. You could just do a couple talks and make your money back, you know, do like 10 talks and make your money back. Charge I don't know, charge a million per talk. <laughs> I don't know how much like politicians like Barack Obama or somebody charges or Hillary Clinton or somebody like that. But I've, I think it's like five hundred thousand dollars per talk or something like half a million or something. So you could be up in that stratosphere, you know. You could be motivational. Like, "Oh yes, I'm a, I'm an explorer. Oh, oh, by the way, I just happen to have thirty million dollars, too. So. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The first company to print its, its clients have included American business Dennis Tito, South African entrepreneur Mark Shuttleworth, and Iranian American engineer. I don't know how to say that name. Uh, Ansari is his last name. So, An Anusha, Anusha. I'm sorry. Um, they had. They also had uh, private space flights. Dennis Tito. Yeah. So that sounds familiar so this is a thing that's gonna happen within you know next couple years it's gonna happen after the uh launch of dm2 to the international space station they have to make sure everything works right so you know they have to make sure that everything is okay and nothing breaks on the rocket nothing breaks on the uh the capsule because if you know, if anything goes wrong, then that is the end of SpaceX's, uh, you know, tour of duty, so to speak with their crew dragon. So that's a thing that just happened, you know, like that's going to happen eventually. And Mark Shuttleworth, yep. Was another private tourist. What is that guy's name? Uh, Let me just look this up real quick because it's it's only take me a second to look up this guy's name. It's bugging me, and I want to give out the right information. Um, Bigelow, there we go. Bigelow, okay. Bigelow Aerospace. That was another person that went to the International Space Station. Yeah, so, um, it's his name, Dennis Bigelow, right? Dennis Bigelow. Yeah, so there we go. Done. Pax, hey, howdy. How you doing? So these podcasts usually last about 20 minutes, right? Quick question theory uh, says, Zedzupa, quick question theory uh, what do you guys think is the main reason behind space behind space traffic in the last 12 months? Do you think it's M86 EHT data solar flares or. Uh, was that too high? Uh, Borisov, show your crazy theories, please. Space traffic. Do you mean space traffic like ascending things into space or space traffic like comets, asteroids, those kind of things. Cause that's pretty cool. I like that. I don't have any theories about that. So everybody who's in chat, go for it. I have theories about space traffic as far as humans go. And that is money, 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 money. That's it. And also sending people to Mars. That's a, that's a huge one. So yeah, that's, that's pretty important, you know, sending people to Mars. That's a SpaceX thing. Money is blue origin. Also sending people to the moon and Mars. is blue origin. Um, so therefore, you know, that's what you get. That's what you get. You get the money. Increased number of rocket launches and missions charging charging. It's just money Zed Zupa asked or said increased number of rocket launches and missions. It's just money it's we've gotten to a part a point with technology where it's possible to launch a lot you know that are people that um make the technology better, more affordable spacex Blue Origin, et cetera, more affordable for companies to actually launch things so therefore um so therefore you get more people that can afford it, right? So you cut the price in half. Um, how's Virgin Galactic doing? Um, not bad. Not bad. I'm not really, I haven't really checked out Virgin Galactic in a little bit, so I'm going to actually, I was going to check them out uh, in the next couple of days and see how they're doing. I think they're doing okay. Why don't people go to other planets, says Luke. Um, it costs, um, it costs a lot of money. And it's scary. People don't want to die. <laughs> I think that's what like, you know, normal people don't want to die. And NASA doesn't want to send people to other planets because um, there's a lot of reasons. People could die. Bad things could happen. Um, and then if bad things happen to good people, you know, to astronauts, then what? sinks nasa's budget so that's part of it you know it's a it's a huge risk to send somebody else to mars uh, without the proper um the proper path you know you have to make sure that they're not going to die on the way or when they get there or on the way home so there's three things you got to worry about on the way there when they get there and on the way home when they get there they have to wait a while before they come home. So they have to build a, you know, they have to build a place to live and that's going to take a little while. Uh, and that's hard. It is dangerous. So all that stuff is dangerous. Uh, there's like a hundred, it said, Zupa says there's like a 150% increase since M 87 event horizon telescope conference. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I wish, um, uh, I wish I knew why people were sending more stuff into space, but I'm happy they are. I mean, that's just cool all around. Uh, Pax says, bringing them home dead is just bad PR. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's bad PR. It's bad for just, you know, when we think about NASA, we always think of something positive. We always think of we went to the moon. We did great things, did amazing things we go to other planets with rovers and we have robots all over the place. But they don't, you know, they don't really bring up all the bad stuff that happened, all the people that died in the tests that, you know, they were, they were basically crash test dummies, you know, in the beginning of the space race. And people were blown up in airplanes on accident when the airplane, you know, that they were testing engines, you know, they're test pilots. The, you know, stuff would just blow up. You can't do anything about it. I mean, you can do better engineering, but at that time we just didn't know how to do it. Um, so, you know, they don't publish that stuff, but if they did, you know, all the bad stuff that happened, um, it would be a very negative way to think of NASA. But it's a lot of good stuff that happens and they don't want to ruin that. So sending people to Mars and all of them die on the way, that would suck. So yeah, that would be bad PR. M87 black hole image last year, published solar flares, new models of magnetic, uh, Borisov second interstellar object detected last summer. Uh, yeah, I wonder if, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting though. It's something to look into for sure. Something to think about. It could possibly be aliens. We finally broke the technology barrier that the aliens were waiting for. And now we can leave Earth, become one with the stars. No, I think that stuff's pretty cool, man. Um, The show is not brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, but this is delicious. Um. Yeah, I I think we just got to a place where it's cheaper to launch stuff, especially from Earth. You know, if you could uh, go to one planet in the whole universe, what planet would you want to go to, says Luke in the whole universe? Dude, I don't even know. (laughs) There's so many planets. If I could survive and just go there. Anywhere. And see it f- like a formed full planet that's not being pelted by asteroids and meteors and things like that. Why not go all the way back to the beginning? Why not go back to the first planet that's made? You know? Go back to the very beginning and see what happens. I mean, it would be pretty cool. That would be pretty neat. I'm not like... Who even knows? Who even knows what happened in between then and now like literally we don't know I mean we have I, we have scientific facts that back up kind of what the process was but it's like dude we haven't we can't even map Pluto properly you know we just mapped Pluto and it's not that far away in the cosmic sense you know think about that you know we don't even know how to live on Mars yet and going to like some planet in the middle of space time, you know, in the beginning of space time would be absolutely insane. I must love Dunkin' Donuts. They're kind of my, they're kind of my uh, guilty pleasure. So every morning I'll get up and I'll take the dogs out and grab a, grab a snack or whatever. Um, but then I'll go like, I'll go out Out and go grab a coffee. It's just kind of one of those things. Uh Deborah says, So we send junk into space. Nobody likes a filthy parking lot. So when the aliens stop by, they'll see all the garbage and move on. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They'll see all of our crap and just be like, see you guys later. We're out of here. There's no reason for us to go to uh to this dumpy earth. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe that's one of the strategies, you know. Maybe that's what the strategy Maybe that's why people start. Maybe that's why Starlink was started. They're like, okay, how can we put more junk in space, but also kind of help humanity? Let's make Starlink, you know? Maybe it's a big conspiracy. I don't know. Maybe it's to, to ward off all the, the bad aliens. So I want to do this every day. I think this is really cool. I really like this uh, this format. Um, and I, I really do enjoy hanging out with everybody and chatting and stuff. Now doing this every day is going to be, I wouldn't say work because I love it, you know, but it's like, there's a lot that goes in into this. Like I made a new intro. Check this out. There's a new intro today. Watch this. Made that today. Yeah, that was new. I have an ending too. There we go. A new ending. So that, yeah. So like making those things, it's cool. And it pushes me to do cool stuff. Right. So I want to make this better. And I want to do this podcast every single day live because why not? Right. Why not? Might as well do it. And then I'll just post it up and the uh, regular podcast platform too. Pac says to watch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And we could talk about news. We could talk about whatever. So eventually, you know, there's there's going to be no topics. I mean, there's going to be all the topics and we're not going to run out of them. That's what I was trying to say there. Luke, I appreciate that, man. I do enjoy hanging out with you guys, too. So uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. But I think I have to take off now. This has been 30 minutes, probably going to do 30 minutes per day because I think over 30 minutes. And I I think stuff starts kind of like dwindling down and it gets kind of. uh Unless there's something really crazy that happened that day, but about 30 minutes is just about the right time to do these. So we're coming up on 30 minutes now and then we could do it seven thirty to eight every night. I might change it up depending on, um, you know, times and when people are available and, you know, stuff like that. I think that I think I'm going to have to mess around with that a little bit. Maybe doing, maybe I'll do a couple, You know, maybe I'll do one tomorrow midday and see how many people show up, and maybe do one and keep you awake, Deborah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Or maybe and then do one later on in the day and see who shows up and see how many people show up and stuff, and then kind of figure it out as I go because at about you know about two o'clock in the afternoon is a pretty good time to like to do stuff. You know, to be outside until five o'clock at night. You know, because the sun goes down at about five o'clock. You know, five five or five or six o'clock. So. Around 6 o'clock, you come home, you can get in the studio and do all your stuff. So 6.30, 7.00, pretty good time. So maybe maybe started at 7.00 or something. I'm not sure. I'll have to figure it out. But this, is a, this has been fun. I really did enjoy it. Um, so, uh, ZedZupa says, event horizon network system worked, tested. So by scaling up, one end of network is on Europa, the other on Moon." Uh, distance between them is your mirror size, like with the Event Horizon Telescope network. You have some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got some stuff going on, and it's awesome. I love it. All right, Kingfree, I am out of here too. So you have a beautiful morning, 3 a.m. there. Maybe I'll start this earlier. How about how about a couple hours earlier, like 5:30 p.m. Eastern? So it's not so late there because I do have some viewers that are different time zones than the East Coast. So we'll figure it out. I'll post one up for tomorrow. Come back to the channel. Make sure to, you know, sub and get notifications if you haven't already, because that's when you'll know when the the next show is going to start. So with that, I'm going to say thank you for stopping by and hanging out. I do appreciate it. Thanks to all the people that have supported the show. You're scrolling across the top up there. Thank you, uh, Deborah and Bre- Blake Pym, for the um, GoFundMe, YouTube members, Ozra that scared me today, uh, Patreon, Deborah Hall, Metal Fire MPE. Uh, so thanks so much for all of those, uh, all that. I, I do appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I'm out of here for now. Now, watch this the new ending. Here we go. Yeah, there it is. Pretty sweet. Thanks, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. I'm going to do another one of these things. So, take care. Have a good morning, noon, or night, wherever you are in the universe. And I will see you soon.
0: Hear that?